Hello, my dear friend. Welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nikrita. I'm your host today. I'm very happy to be with you. Thank you for tuning in. I would like to say hello right from the beginning to our co-host uh, Tracy. Good to have you with us, Tracy. Hi, Nick. Nice to be here again and hi to all the listeners. It's really good um, to be back uh, in the studio here and um, even though when we are uh, out there in, you know, listening to news and or watching some news, it's just, just every day it's so sad to see all those negative things, you know, but we are here to share today some uh, good things, uh, even from, uh, from a perspective of change, mm-hmm. because that's our um, subtitle topic uh, for today, uh, do I have to change? And uh, we talked about this uh, so far, um, uh, Tracy, about uh, uh, could God love me? When I look at myself, you know, when we look at our life, you know, uh, we wonder, is God loving us? When we look at the real true self, yes. <laughs> yes. Um you Will know? he have me back? Yeah. Will have me, yeah, mm. have mm. me back. Can he forgive me? That's another question we ask, you know, mm. and uh, is it worth making an effort? Mm. I believe, uh, Tracy, all of this uh, question very valid, very important, uh, particularly in the times we live in, you know, in, in this society. Uh, every day I cannot believe how are we falling you know into into the depths you know of just chaos in many aspects um just watching you know in the last um, just couple of weeks that uh, um the results of the war in uh, Afghanistan and the suffering the suffering and you know um, I'm, I don't like to get into the politics much you know but you cannot help yourself but just uh, wonder and ask some questions. Why? Why are we um, doing what we're doing? Uh, instead of um, learning, you know, from the Bible, um, behaving ourselves, you know, uh, ask our Heavenly Father to take care and protect uh, us. And that's what we are going to talk a little bit more today about the, the change. I mean, do I have to change and what sort of change will we'll have in our uh, life? Now, also, um, right from the beginning, uh, I want to uh, mention this to, to our listener, that we have great offer today, a wonderful book, and also, each one of you listening to us there, if you want to be part of this program, I always like to say that because you can be part of the program. You can just send us a text message, um, a thought, you know, just something what... Uh, it's going on in your life. Uh, how do you find the, the changes which you want to happen in your life and, or you may struggle with uh, something? We would like to hear from you. And also we'll, we'll like to pray for, uh, for you if you, um, like that. Uh, and I will give you the number where you can send us a text message 
And also on the same number, you can text us when we'll give you our uh, free offer and um, uh, our friendly uh, robot will talk to you a bit there and asking for some details. But the number is 048-880-811. And um, don't hesitate, please, to contact us. Now, Tracy, you are still uh, part of the Brighton Church here in South Australia, are you? I am, I am. I'm very, very happy to be a part of the church. I would like to actually mention something uh, too, the, a special thing that we've got happening uh uh, starts tomorrow morning and uh, we'll be actually going throughout the whole of the week and that is the week of prayer that we're actually going to be focusing on. Once a year we, we have a special week of prayer where each um, evening uh, at 7pm we get together and, and we focus on a particular theme and pray around that. So if any of the listeners would be interested in coming along to that then we welcome we welcome you to come along in a Amelia Street Hove. So anyone who's in the Adelaide area now that way and who'd like to meet us and uh, uh, be part of that, then please come along. You're most welcome. All right. When will you you put that ad up? I was thinking, um, should I charge you or not for that? But I'm not <laughs> going to. <laughs> no, I'm just um, uh, joking on that because we are going to talk a little bit more on that, on that aspect of the week of prayer. How mm. important is next week? Yes. Um, please join us next week on uh, Drive Time here. But also um, take this uh, invitation from Tracy. And if you are in uh, Adelaide, in Brighton area, Visit uh, that church. Now, I'm pretty sure that there will be many other churches around Australia. Uh, find a Seventh-day Adventist church and uh, many churches, I believe. Uh, sometimes may differ a little bit the, the, the date, you know, the time when they start this week of prayer. But there will be a week of prayer mm. which peop- where people will meet and pray. That's wonderful, uh, Tracy. Very good. Hey, um, just before we we moving on uh, into our program, I remind you again that phone number where you can text us and be part of this program with your thoughts, a question. The number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one. Listen to Faith FM anytime, anywhere with the free Faith FM app. Available on the Apple App Store and the Android Google Play Store. It's my privilege to say hello to David Lima from Family Voice Australia. Good to have you with us, David. Thank you so much, Nick. It's great to be broadcasting with you. Now, it's that time of the year, David, uh, when... Um, we celebrate uh, Father's Day. Yes. Um, back uh, home where I come from, uh, uh, I never um, heard about or knew when I grew up about Father's Day and Mother's Day and so on and so forth. But yeah, here it's, uh, it's quite a um, custom. Yeah, it's a fairly recent innovation, but it's a good one because, of course, the fifth commandment is honor your mother and father. So mm. on Mother's Day and on Father's Day, we have a special opportunity to carry out that important commandment. Is there any encouragement uh, you can give to the fathers? Yes, yes. I love to encourage men in their roles as husbands, fathers, and grandfathers. And you can uh, look up our Family Voice Australia YouTube channel. You'll get some good teaching from me on that topic in particular. But 
It's not easy to be a father. You and I are fathers, Nick, and mm. I wonder sometimes with our wives, you know, we might say, where have we gone wrong? Well, God had family troubles, so what hope is there for a poor boy like me? So we need to understand that because God had family troubles, then we too will, and it's in those trials and tribulations tribulations that we see the grace of God being worked out. So to be successful as fathers, we need to pattern ourselves after God, our Heavenly Father. In Scripture, it says that as a father carries his son, so I carried you. It's in Deuteronomy chapter 1. Wonderful Scripture. Mm. There are many other references in the Bible to God as father. So if we want to succeed as father, and any fool can get a girl pregnant, but to raise a child in the fear of God and in the saving knowledge of Christ, that requires us to exercise the grace of God. So we need to pattern ourselves after God, our Heavenly Father. And just um, before I'm asking the next question, because I think you touch on something uh, interesting. A father in the olden days was considered not only somebody who was um, married or uh, through him was uh, offspring, you know, mm. but was an elder also in the community. That's right. He was considered as, uh, as, as a father. So we need fathers both in family and in church and in the nation. Mm. Uh, Paul says, I was a father among you, encouraging, comforting and urging. Yeah. And remarkably... It is uh, Joseph of old said of himself, God made me father to Pharaoh. So we need fathers in the nation as well. Mm, Absolutely. Uh, What is our Heavenly Father like, uh, David? That's a very good question, Nick. Our Heavenly Father is like Jesus. So when we read about Jesus, we see the Father in action. So that means that you and I also should be representing God, especially to our children, because we are being transformed gradually into the pattern of Christ. And because Jesus said, he who has seen me has seen the Father, then in theory, anyone looking at you and me, our children included, Nick, Mm. should see our Heavenly Father. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So it's a work in progress. But as the Holy Spirit is indwelling everyone who professes faith in Christ, that person is being transformed to the likeness of Christ, and Christ was like the Father. So we're revealing the Father through our actions when we are Christ-like. Mm. Somebody may listen um, out there, David, uh, to this program, and I'm asking you this question. How can we be brought into the family of faith and know God as Father? Yes. Well, Jesus said, in my Father's house are many rooms, and I'm going there to prepare a place for you. So we we are coming into the household of God, our Heavenly Father, through faith in Christ. A place is being prepared, and we don't want anyone to miss out on their place It's a wide-open door, an invitation for all who will profess faith in Christ to receive him, to turn from their sins, and to profess him as Savior and Lord. It's as simple as that. Jesus, come into my life. That's all we need to pray. Lord, save me. That's all we need to pray. Mm, That's wonderful. Hey, uh, 3rd of September, it's also uh, recognized and known as the Flag Day. Is that right? That's right. Australian National Flag Day. Is that any connection uh, between the flag and God as the Father? Yes, there is. There is a connection that perhaps listeners haven't thought about too much, but we have placed the Union Jack in the honored top left position of the flag, and we thereby give a civic application to the fifth commandment a civic application to the fifth commandment which is to honor your mother and father Mm. so we honor britain as the as the mother or father if you like of australia Uh, our language comes from there our customs the christian faith came 
uh, from Israel initially, but via England mm. and our laws and our system of government. Almost everything we have in Australia has come from Britain. Well, the cross is the symbol of Christ's death, which brings us into fellowship with our Heavenly Father. We here in Australia, we've done better than Britain because we've got one more cross, which is the Southern Cross. Mm. So we have four Christian crosses on the Australian flag. It's a lovely thought to consider round about this time of year when we celebrate Australian National Flag Day. Wonderful. David, thank you so much uh, for being with us today. May God bless you and uh, looking forward to talk to you next time. Thank you, Nick. Take Faith FM on the go with the free Faith FM app, available for Apple and Android. And that was uh, quite an interesting uh, discussion with uh, David Tracy. It's true. Uh, I cannot wait for uh, to see what uh, I will have special for this Father's Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, it's a big business. Uh, every time for Father's Day, for Mother's Day, for all those things. It is, it is Nick, you know, and there are some people, you know, like, my mother and father, whenever I kind of go to give them a gift or whatever, they kind of go, you don't need to, you know, it's just a big marketing ploy. But my view is sometimes we need a day to actually stop and think and go, you know, I need to honour and, uh, you know, just just tell my mum or my dad that they're actually special. Sometimes mm. we can get caught up in the rush of things and we don't take the time to do that. So as much as there can be a commercial element to it, I think personally there's, you know, there's, there's a good idea to have a day set aside. Oh, that's uh, true. That's true. I agree with that. Uh, Tracy, let's look into, into the topic um, for today. Uh, as I mentioned a bit earlier, the question I want to ask from the beginning, do I have to change? We do. We mm. do. When you look at what the Bible has to say about our natural condition, uh, it just shows that, that we're just not capable enough. We're just not going to cut it in terms of what the standards are to get us into heaven if we don't change. You know, um, uh, David was talking about you know, the role of, of father and, you know, often both our mothers and our fathers, um, you know, they seek to... Uh, teach us and you know help us to learn to be good good citizens um contributing to society you know they 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 try to teach us and and love us and uh but even as we we grow in all of that we're we're still in our natural nature we'll we're filled with an inclination to do what's wrong and we are slaves to those inclinations and you know our hidden thought life also exposes who and what we really are and the bible gives us gives it to us straight mm. you know if i if i quote some of the scriptures that tell us about our natural state Jeremiah seventeen nine says, The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? Romans three twenty three, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. John eight thirty four, Jesus answered them, Truly, truly I say to you, everyone who commits sin is the slave of sin. And Job fifteen, fourteen to sixteen, what is man that he should be pure, or he who is born of a woman that he should be righteous? Behold, he puts no trust in his holy ones, and the heavens are not pure in his sight. How much less one who is detestable and corrupt, man who drinks iniquity like mm. water. Mm. That's 
telling us, it's, it's hitting us right between the eyes, hey, this is who natural man is. Uh, so to me, reading that, it's, it's, we, we definitely have yeah. to change. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we are continuing on this, uh, you know, topic, uh, radical teachings in the parables of Christ. Mm. So it seems clear that we need to change. Yeah. And no wonder, you know, sometimes Jesus used uh, um, quite tough language to tell uh, the reality and to sink, if you like, into the heads and minds of, of the people of the day, but with us all right now after 2000 years. He, he still needs to hit us right between the eyes with it sometimes, doesn't mm. he? You know, so... um there's 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 more um, scriptures too. Uh, Galatians five twenty four to twenty five. It tells us about how there needs to be a change, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. Mm. So we're being instructed instructed that if you if you compare that. Scripture to that list of scriptures which I uh, read out first. That's chalk and cheese. They're yeah. not the same. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, so if we need to change, uh, Tracy, can you give um, some tips about uh, you know how we might be able to change? Well, the thing is, we can't do it on our own. Mm. We just can't. How many people do you know who it's almost like they they um, Hold on to their knuckles and, and they hold themselves tight in. I'm, I, I know I have to change this bit of me. They're usually the ones who, who are walking around looking very, very gloomy. They're the gl- gloomy Christians yes. that nobody wants. That no, people point to that and go, if that's Christianity, I don't want any, any part of that. You know, we, we just can't do it on our own. Our desire is not strong enough. Typically, and one of the scriptures that, that I quoted previously says is typically we're uninterested in the things of God. That, that's just not, that's just not cool. Mm. That's not part of, you know, where that inclination naturally is in our natural state. We're rebellious and our desire for God is weak and, and fading. You know, our fallen nature prevents us from recognizing or understanding spiritual things. And we've got, um, uh, scriptures that uh, uh, back that up. 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God. That's why, you know, so often when you want to share God, people, you know, they'll mock you yeah. um, because it just seems like ludicrousness to them. Um, For they are foolishness to him, it continues, and he cannot understand them because they are not spiritually appraised, so so you can't even get your head around this stuff mm. we, on your on your own. Romans three ten to eighteen uh, that actually tells us also that that we just can't do it on our own. It says, as it is written, there is none righteous, not even one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become useless. There is none who does good. There is not even one. Their throat is an open grave. With their tongues they keep deceiving. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their paths, and the path of peace have they not known. Mm. There is no fear of God before their eyes, um, 
from what I see from Scripture, no matter what we do in our own strength, it's never going to be enough to stand before the holiest of all beings in the universe, our mm. Creator. You know, so um, that's just how it is. That's uh, that's true. That's reality, uh, um, Tracy. And um, yeah, I, I just again, as I said from the beginning, uh, uh, many times I'm like um, speechless. You know, just try to think where are we heading uh, towards. I'm going to stop here, take a short break, and I want to play a song uh, entitled Unlearned. Mm. Now, this is a song from one of our presenters here on Faith FM, uh, from uh, Robbie Morgan, and uh, he's, um, he talks on uh, real faith. Um, and I'm actually... Uh, privileged to play his song. He's the first release song and I thought it's a lot of um, a lot of lessons to learn from this song. It's a scripture uh, song also. Mm. It comes from uh, Isaiah uh, chapter 2 v- verses uh, 4 and uh, onwards. I'll, I'll just read those ones just for um, for our um, you know uh, interest. Because we talked a little bit earlier about wars and, you know, how people are just uh, misbehaving, mm-hmm. you know. And it says here in Isaiah chapter 2 verse 4, He shall judge between nations and rebuke many people. They shall beat their swords into plowshares. I think it's mm-hmm. that how you say it correctly, mm-hmm. that word. And their spears into pruning hooks (laughs) nation shall not lift up sword against nation neither shall they learn war anymore I believe this is a beautiful passage of scripture Mm. and let's listen to this song and just after the song be prepared because I'm going to give you that uh, offer and um, have it ready that number 0488880811 
find out, download the free Faith FM app for your smartphone or tablet to see our full daily schedule of programs and music. And welcome back. This is Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A and this is Nikrita, our co-host today is Tracy Papandreou. We are talking about do I have to change? And Tracy, just before the break, um, you shared with us uh, from First Corinthians, uh, for example, in Romans, you know, um, that in particularly in, in Romans, that there is no one righteous man on earth. We all need to change. We mm. all need to change. And that was a beautiful song by uh, our uh, friend, the, the producer, I mean, the, the speaker on uh, uh, Real Faith, uh, Robbie Morgan. And uh, so much uh, wisdom, and so, uh, because that's from the Bible, you know, from Isaiah chapter uh, 2, verses uh, 4 and onwards. Um, and uh, I said just before the break, before we continue, Tracy, that I will mention our offer, and I will talk a l- about the offer a little bit later, a bit more, mm. but our offer for today is called 
Christ Object Lesson. Now that's very good book because uh, you can see a little bit more in uh, you know in detail read about uh, Jesus parables you know and and the amazing lessons which we can take from Yeah um I I hadn't been familiar with the book until uh this this week where I I actually looked into it to actually do a little bit of research and I actually uh found it, it really helpful it takes the the parables and just expands on them in mm. a way that helps you to understand how to you know the the nub of of what Jesus was trying to point out and how I can apply that in my life that's so, right yeah. and if you like that book you just need to send us a text message on 04888080 81 this time with a call called SA14 that stands for South Australia SA and number 14 please send us a text message and that book can be yours free of charge no obligation on the same number you can uh, contribute to our program You can be part of this program right now, right here. You can send us a text message and share with us what do you think and uh, what's your uh, um, opinion about uh, uh, do we need to change or we could still keep going in the way we're going uh, these days uh, even looking at the very broad uh, aspect of the world in the direction goes or individually each one of us uh, how we how we go but Tracy uh, I'd like to just continue to uh, you know uh, to say that you know in in the same book uh, Isaiah uh, chapter 64 verse 6 it says and all our righteousness are like filthy rags now you mention about that that no way we have anything good in in us even we may think that we we are pretty good um yeah what would you like to to say uh, in this regard you know even our, even our good deeds uh, the bible tells us even our, our good deeds are not a, all that good mm. you know it's about the standard that that we have to come up to uh th- there is a standard that makes us righteous before the holiest of holies before the creator of the of the universe and often we might think we're doing something noble mm-hmm. um but there's often something in it for us a hidden self-serving motive even if that's because you know well it makes us feel like a a, a better christian if we do those things you know um if we kind of stand back and have a look at why we're doing some things even if they're good things yeah often the the motives just just not right Isaiah 64:6 says for all of us have become like one who is unclean mm. and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy garment and all of us wither like a leaf and our iniquities like the wind take us away so overwhelm mm. us yes um and James 2:10 says forever for whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles in one point he has become guilty of all you know because you know we 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 often have this this um idea to kind of categorize things and say that's a really bad mm, sin mm, mm. Oh, this is a, you know that's just a you know not not too 
By the way, on just an aspect, I used to talk to some people before even I was necessarily practicing, you know, faith. Um, uh, and I heard this uh, this thing saying that, oh, this is just a, a small, a small little thing, a small little scene, you know. And But it has been said that more little scenes make a big scene, you know, because there are more, you know, more put together, they are yes. a bigger thing, you know, it's not a smaller thing anymore. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and I would put it this way, um, there's often line, invisible lines that we have, if you mm. like, that we won't cross that line, we won't do this, and often the more we give in to little things, the easier it is to give in to the bigger things as well. Now, even yeah. here, as I say it, I'm categorizing them. Yeah, yeah. But the word tells us that there is no categorization, actually. And there is not a balance there to say, okay, I'm, I'm more, let's say, 50 or 60 in a good, you know, and, and I'm 40 bad. You cannot <laughs> say that. <laughs> no, we like, see, this is all our humanness that we, we like to do that. If I, but if I go back to that scripture, James 2.10, for whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles in one point, he has become guilty of all. Mm. So, you know, look at the, 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 the Ten Commandments, and some of those are pretty huge. I'm, you know, don't murder, you know, but there's also don't give false, false witness. And we, also, we, we often in our humanness mm. put murder and lying completely in two different camps, yes. don't we? Yes. Yet this is saying... It's all the same in God's eyes. That's interesting. Uh, when you look at that, uh, it's pretty hard to see how any of us could could uh, shape up. Oh, okay, let's let's put it a bit this way. Uh, <laughs> this is could be quite depressing, you know. Yeah, maybe we uh, need to lighten up. <laughs> it seems from uh, what you are saying that God is saying that our natural state is one of being wicked and uh, uh, thereby lost, uh, lost because. The word tells us, again in Romans, we're looking now, uh, chapter 6, verse 23, that the wages of sin is death. And it is also impossible for us to change. When you present information this way, it may make someone feel like it's all too hard. And they should just give up or try to change. What do you think? Well, that sh- should certainly give up trying to change. Mm. Yes, and 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 you need to hear those words properly. They should give up trying to change. Okay, right? Okay. Because if you try to change on your own, uh, you're one. If you manage it, it's usually only going to be temporary. That change, mm-hmm. and two, because often you're fighting your will. You're going to end up one of those sad, gloomy Christians that nobody wants to emulate. Nobody, you're certainly not calling people to, to, to join you as a Christian when you live that kind of yes. life. The Holy Spirit is the only person who can change us. And this is what I want to emphasize. Mm. I, I, we've been a bit heavy up till now. And now I want to bring the good news because we certainly do have that good news. The Holy Spirit has many roles in our life, but one of them is to guide us into all truth. And John sixteen thirteen tells us that. And a part of leading us into that truth is to help us to see more of our natural state. And that's not to just make us feel so bad that, you know, hang on, 
you know, this is just all so terrible and, yes, I'm terrible and, and everything to be black mm. and gloomy. It's important for us to be aware of our natural state because then we understand how much we need transformation and change. But we've got that gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, it's a mystery how the Spirit works on our hearts to change us. But all truly converted Christians can testify to this change. It's The, the, the formal word that gets used is sanctification, mm-hmm. which is a changing over, over time that takes place. Usually it's slowly and over time, although some people do. They have, you know, not not. 100% change mm, because mm. it's a journey, but some things can change straight away. I've heard of people who've been addicted mm-hmm. and, and the Holy Spirit coming into their lives and suddenly they have no desire. The majority of people, it doesn't work that way, but mm-hmm. sometimes it does work that way for some people. Um, there's a, there's um, a parable in the Word too that talks a little bit about how the Holy Spirit can is it can be working on us in Luke thirteen twenty to twenty one. Jesus says, and again he said, "To what shall I liken the kingdom of God? Is it like it is like leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till it was all leavened?" So what is this about? It's impossible for the leaven once it's mixed in with the meal or the flour, mm-hmm. if you like, to not have an impact. So yep. she's mixed it in with everything, and all of these different three batches have been leavened. They've all been impacted by the mixing of this this leaven being in there. And I actually, we've got that offer of Christ Object Lessons, mm-hmm. and, and I um, got some, uh, some good reading out of that, which I'd like to uh, read... Um, Nick, because some people might kind of feel a bit funny if they know some of what the Bible talks about with leaven. Often it's actually used uh, as a symbolism for sin. So sometimes, you know, people can feel a bit uncomfortable and and misunderstand what this particular parable is about. What's written in Christ's Object Lessons in Chapter 7 says, Among the Jews, leaven was sometimes used as an emblem of sin. At the time of the Passover, the people were directed to remove all the leaven from their houses as they were to put away sin from their hearts. Mm -hmm. Christ warns his disciples, beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. And the Apostle Paul speaks of the leaven of malice and wickedness. But in the Saviour's parable, this one which I've just quoted, leaven is used to represent the kingdom of heaven. And he he actually says that, Jesus, he said, it's like the kingdom of heaven. And it, uh, the, the uh, Christ Object Lessons, the text goes on, it says, It illustrates the quickening, assimilating power of the grace of God. As the leaven, when mingled with the meal or the flour, yep. works from within outward, so it is by the renewing of the heart that the grace of God works to transform the life. No mere external change is sufficient to bring us into harmony with God. And Nick, that's where I was talking about the Christian with its clenched fist trying mm. to do the right thing on their own. It's just not going to happen. Um, she continues, the, the author Ellen White, there are many who try to reform by correcting this or that bad habit. And they hope in this way to become Christians, but they are beginning in the wrong place. Our first work is with the heart. 
The leaven hidden in the flour works invisibly to bring the whole mass under its leavening process. So the leaven of truth works secretly, silently, steadily to transform the soul. The natural inclinations are softened and subdued. New thoughts, new feelings, new motives are implanted. A new standard of character is set up the life of Christ. The mind is changed. The faculties are roused to action in new lines. Man is not endowed with new faculties, but the faculties he has are sanctified. The conscience is awakened. We are endowed with traits of character that enable us to do service for God. So Mm. this explains why what Jesus was trying to say about how the leaven, once mixed in, can actually transform and that's the Holy Spirit actually being within us doing the work from the inside out and that's that's how um, that's how Jesus wanted us to understand the influence of the Holy Spirit beautiful beautiful uh, very yeah beautiful words there from that book um, we'll come back just after this uh, song uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about the the book and this offer but right now we have another song um, a new heart. Please stay with us. This is Faith FM Drive Time Big Q and A. Lord, I want to be more like you as I go throughout this life, but sometimes inside of me. Seems to be such strife I have a heart that's often hard And often can be rough Lord, I pray from you a new heart You promised from above The only thing I have to give in polluted heart I don't deserve the mercy and the love you can impart but you gave your life so freely on the cross at Calvary the sacrifice you made was out of
Welcome back. This is uh, Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A and this is Nikrita. Our co-host today is Tracy Papandreou. And Tracy, that was a beautiful song and we all should pray God give us a new heart. Yes. Now, um, just uh, before the song, we said that we'll mention again about our offer, which is called Christ, Christ Object Lesson. Object Lesson. Yes. And a great book to expand on the parables, uh, just to help you to, to get more understanding of, of the nub of what Jesus was trying to, to teach and, and what that means to you as an individual and mm. how you can apply those things into your life. So yep. I quoted a bit from, from chapter, chapter seven. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's just one example of, and I just took a tiny little piece of it too, um, of, of the information that's there, you know, people might use it as a devotional. Mm. They might use it, you know, different people use different books differently. But yeah. um, I was quite impressed when I start look, started mm. looking at it's it. It's a wonderful week. book. And, um, yeah, our listener just need to write a text message to us with the uh, code SA14. SA stands for South Australia, number 14, and the book can be yours. Now, uh, Tracy, uh, we're talking about change, you know, um, so we must uh, change. Uh, but we cannot do it on our own. That's okay. what we, we realize. And God gives us the gift of the Holy Spirit to enable us to do that. How can we receive the Holy Spirit then? You know, it's not a, um, an exact science. It's mm. not a formula. Go mm. and go and do this plus this to plus this equals. You know, there are some people who I've heard where pray this particular prayer, and you know, it, it, it's not that kind of kind of thing. The Holy Spirit and how it works on us. Um, it's a little bit mysterious, actually, and even the Bible talks about that mysterious nature of it. In John 3, Jesus um, is referring to this in the discussion that he had in the depths of the night with one of the Pharisees, Nicodemus. Um, I'll just quote some of, some of that. Uh, let me see. Uh, get to the, the nub of it. So, so Nicodemus has come to him and said, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher um, come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do and Unless God is with him, and uh, then Jesus goes into to say that um, that most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And those who are familiar with these pass this uh, these scriptures would know that Nicodemus comes back and, and says, "My goodness, you know, how is it possible for a man to be born again once he's once he's old?" And Jesus re reiterates that it's important that um, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Um, and then he talks about the mysteriousness mm. of the Holy Spirit and how it works. In chapter 8, he says, The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So it, it is something that's that, you know, is hard to kind of... Um, uh, explain completely because it's a, it's a mysterious thing that happens to you, and I guess that sounds a bit blah explaining mm. it like that. But but that's the that's the that's the truth of it. You know, uh, we come to God, we spend time with God, and the Holy Spirit works on us and transforms mm. us. Mm. I mean, even if it sounds a bit mysterious, you know, like that, but you know, that, uh, does this mean that uh, we have no role to play? Um, do I just hope that uh, I will someday receive the Holy Spirit? And 
that it will it will be easy to overcome my sinful nature. We still have a role to play, even mm. though it's it's this mysterious thing. It's not like we just sit there and kind of wait until the Holy Spirit comes upon us. You know, even the, the, if I think about it, the disciples were told to wait until the Holy Spirit comes upon us, but I'm sure they weren't just, you know, sitting there with their legs crossed and twiddling their thumbs. I'm sure they were doing, they were actually quite active. It calls for a different approach. It calls for us to concentrate instead on developing our relationship with Lord, you know, we have a free choice and we, we know that from the Bible in Genesis, Adam and Eve had a mm. choice. In Deuteronomy thirty one nineteen, we're told we're told I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life that both you and your descendants may live. It's an active thing. We have to do the choosing that we, mm. we want this. We have to give our free will to to the Lord. Again I'll quote quote chapter seven of Christ's object lessons. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The scriptures are the great agency in the transformation of character. Christ prayed, sanctified them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. If studied and obeyed, the word of God works in the heart, subduing every unholy attribute. The Holy Spirit comes to convict of sin, and the faith that springs up in the heart works by love to Christ, conforming us in body, soul, and spirit to to his own image. Then God can use us to do his will. Mm. The power given us works from within outwardly, leading us to communicate to others the truth that is being communicated to us. And I can just and you know, give my own experience there, Nick. Um, I actually went and and I was exploring after my brother tried to commit suicide. I, I really wanted to understand what mm-hmm. was the purpose in life, and you know, as. God leads, I ended up going to um, a a course on how to study the Bible because previously I thought it was just this old dusty book that wasn't wasn't relevant. After those lessons, I was left with a one-year program to read the Bible Mm -hmm. on my own. And I don't know how it happened, but I can only say that I was changed through that process. I became so aware of... It was my sin mm, that put mm. Jesus on the cross and how much he loved me and wanted to redeem me. Mm. And so I'm sure, Nick, maybe you had that kind of experience of some kind as well, how the Holy Spirit worked on you mysteriously as and well. And I believe, Tracy, all of us uh, will have some sort of experience if we are intentional, you know, in, in you know, connecting with God. Now, in very, very quickly, you know, I may mention this before, um, you know, I used to smoke a lot and I could not give up smoking. And um, uh, for one year, I was not buying cigarettes, but all my friends were giving me cigarettes, you know. <laughs> but I prayed, you know, yes. I prayed and I asked God to give me power. And as we just talk about the Holy Spirit, you know, we are um, encouraged, you know, God says, uh, ask and you'll receive, you know, uh, knock and it will be open. Um, and uh, it's a long story. One day maybe I may share it a bit more in detail, but uh, all of a sudden in one day I gave up uh, smoking, never touch it again. Mm. Before I tried so many times to give it up, 
I could not do it Praise because God. probably I, I tried too much on my own. Yes, you know. But uh, look, um, Tracy, I just realized the time is running away from us uh, right now, and we have just a, a, a minute or two uh, just to conclude. Bring together a few thoughts. Can you please just uh, mm. uh, pull it together a bit? Well, we've talked about the fact that we can't transform ourselves. All we can do is give our time and our will to the Lord and where we're resisting changes to the Holy Spirit, we need to just pray about those things and ask for conviction and strength to want to change those things, just like you did with your cigarettes, Nick. You know, God's gentle and so is the Holy Spirit. They don't want us to change against our will. They want to change our will so that we can have the desires of our hearts because our desires will match up with those of God. There's great peace that comes from letting God change us. Um, there's a, there, I just want to uh, give this quote that I found in my Bible today. Um, it, it's not scripture, but um, it's written and about scripture. It says, He still does the same for us today. He sees our infirmities, weaknesses, and sin, and He loves us still. Through His written word, He speaks to us with His love, compassion, and sacrifice. He heals us from sin, sickness, and disease. And beautiful, that's what he wants beautiful. To do to all of us. Tracy, thank you so much for sharing with us today on this uh, very difficult, uh, you know, topic. Um, if we need to change or not, but I believe we all need to change. I just uh, want to pray to God that uh, will give us a heart and a desire to change. And I'll say, put in us, Lord, a new spirit, you know, a, a new heart and um, help us to change because uh, we are wicked people and in need of uh, your help. Uh, please be with all our listeners and if they have difficulties in changing to realize that they cannot do it on their own mm. but with you everything is possible. Uh, our program is uh, finishing here today. Thank you for joining us uh, Nick Rita and Tracy Papandreou. I will invite you uh, next uh, time to come with us again because we are going to talk a little bit more about um, relevant to the times and uh, the next topic is uh, what has the church been called to do? Until then may God richly bless you. And I'm leaving you with this beautiful song, Change My Heart, O God. Change my heart, O God Make it ever be like